As of right now, we are live, and so um, I'll, I'll kick it off. I first, I, I first want to throw out. Uh, um, you attended the service today. We want to mention our, our brother that we both uh, are friends with. Uh, Joey lost his uh, his oldest brother, and I want to remember him and let him know he's in our thoughts and prayers. He and his family. A uh, tough time this time of the year to to lose a loved one. So I just want him to know that uh, that we're with him and uh, we're thinking about him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It was a good service. Um, okay. A lot, a lot of people were there. A lot of friends that we uh, grew up with. Yeah. Uh, some older uh, individuals that were, you know, parents of our friends yeah. were there. Uh, it, it lasted about about an hour or so. It was very, very touching. Very touching. Yeah. Uh, a couple of friends of his uh, that he that were truck drivers that came in and spoke as well. They were very, very touching as well. It was, it was a good service. Yeah. Uh, it's sad that, uh, you know, we lose, lose someone a little bit older than us, but yeah. everybody yeah. knew Alan, you know, oh, everybody yeah. knew him yeah. and he was a good guy. And he, yeah. I didn't know how many kids he had, but there's a bunch of them out there. And it was, yeah. it was, yeah. it was awesome, awesome, um, yeah. event, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're thinking about Joey and his family and all the stubs, yeah. Uh, that are in E Town and all over the all over the United States. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we'd be remiss not to mention that. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's one of the good things about uh, E Town, uh, where we're from. I I don't ever not remember people, um, you know, standing up for one another, supporting one another uh, when there were there were tough times. At least I don't remember anybody not standing up for for their friends, their neighbors, etc. So uh, that's that's one of the things that that makes E-Town uh, special to me. Um, you know, it's where we're from. And hence, that's what this podcast is about. Uh, two guys uh, who grew up in a small town and our reflections on growing up in that small town, the things that were different about our experiences growing up and those things that were common uh, in our growing up. So uh, for me, um, I'll, I'll, I'll start it off tonight. Uh, for me, uh, growing up in E-Town was special. Uh, I, I don't ever forget that that's where I'm from. Uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, I started out, uh, I lived in various places in E-Town, but I always lived in what was called the bottom. And uh, I lived in a couple of neighborhoods growing up. I lived um, what was considered, uh, I think I lived on um, early part of my childhood. I lived on Dixie Highway. Uh, and that was the one of the main drags that came through E-Town. Once you came over the tracks, that was one of the main drags that came through E-Town was Dixie Avenue. I lived right across from Hawkins Brothers Grocery, which was a, a mainstay in the neighborhood <laughs> at that time. A lot, lot of good stories about uh, the Hawkins Brothers Grocery. Uh, later on, we moved down the street, not too far, maybe two or three houses down. Uh, and I lived uh, on a street called Crestwood Street. And that was right across the street from the old Bond Washington High School uh, that my mom went to. A lot of a lot of the older ladies and, and brothers in E-Town uh, who were our parents and, and probably some of our other friends' parents uh, went to Bond Washington High School back in the day as that was one of the, the schools that black students could go to. So I lived there for a while. And then prior to me leaving E-Town, going into the Air Force, I actually moved what was down into the bottom, which was the bottom. Uh, I lived on Pierce Street. And that's where um, 
pretty much a lot of my cousins uh, live down in that area. Uh, my aunts, uh, other friends, guys I went to school with, girls I went to school with. Uh, we lived in that part of town, and that's where I lived until I actually left uh, in 1981 to go in the Air Force. So uh, the bottom was um, – it, it was – the bottom of the uh, the neighborhood, so to speak, uh, you had uh, another group of black uh, citizens in E-Town. They lived on what was called the hill, and we lived at the bottom of that hill, hence the bottom. So, <laughs> uh, so I had a lot of lot of great experiences growing up there. Um, a lot of things that were unique about that neighborhood. One of the things about living in the bottom was everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew my parents. My parents knew the kids' parents I played with. Uh, We socialized together. We went to school together. We went to church together. The people who worked in the neighborhood, some of them were my teachers. Um, I mean, it was just an awesome uh, experience living in that type of environment. The majority of people that lived there were black, although we did have some white families that lived uh, in the neighborhood with us. Uh, Some of them I see when I go back home every now and then to visit. I will run into some of those folks, and it's always good to catch up. But we did not, um, you know, there was no discrimination or anything living in that neighborhood. Uh, everybody, you know, hey, this is where we live. And uh, everybody accepted everybody. So um, that was my initial experience uh, and where I grew up. Again, it was across the tracks from where you lived, hence the name of the podcast, Across the Tracks. But I had to get across the tracks. There was a set of railroad tracks that ran right through the middle of E-Town, and that separated uh, one side of E-Town from the other. So if I had to get to your side of town, I literally had to go across those tracks to get to the side of town. So hence the name of the podcast and uh, the the area where I started out as a kid in E-Town. All right. All right. I, I remember those days, man. Uh, uh, I grew up in what was known to people in E-Town as Mile Street. Yep. Now, Mile Street wasn't the street that I lived on, but that was just the area that people from across town, across the tracks, called that area. Uh, it was mostly uh, near the uh, school, uh, El- Morningside Elementary School, T.K. Stone, and on the high school. But my earliest memories was uh, living on Harden Street. And my parents had rented a house on Harden Street in which, once again, like um, the people in the bottom, mostly was a black neighborhood. Um, It was a small black neighborhood that was mostly in the white side of town. Uh, However, um, there is a a family called the Ganaway family, Mr. Ganaway. uh, I think he came from West Point, which is the northern part of Hardin County, almost near Louisville. And he bought some land that was just a little bit um, uh, south of the elementary school and the middle school there. And he had a house that was on the top of the hill on on Mile Street. The house was actually on Mile Street. And um, that neighborhood was just known as Mile Street. And I grew up on Hardin Street. And one of the local uh, contractors or uh, builders was uh, Mr. Skillman. And in 1959, my parents had um, Mr. Skillman, Mallory Skillman, to build a house on Mallory Street. Go figure. Yep. They, named, they named the street after 
the local contractor or Mr. Skillman. And so we we had our house built on uh, on Mallory Street. And I can remember uh, moving from Harden Street to one to that house uh, and carrying things down there as we moved. Now, a lot of our friends, like uh, your friends, we all knew everybody. There were a lot of uh, military um, soldiers that were in that neighborhood, a lot of military uh, soldiers in that neighborhood, because we were only probably 11 miles from uh, Fort Knox. And so my dad was a military veteran and a career military army uh, soldier. And my older brother and I were born at Fort Knox. And um, we just kind of grew up right there in that neighborhood. Uh, we knew everybody. Uh, usually parents played cards uh, Saturday nights, they constantly playing cards. They would go from house to house visiting and all the neighbors in uh, on Mile Street. Um, we all just grew up together and it's a typical military type families, families there in which we all were growing up at the same time. You know, everybody was outside. We were always playing. You know, we, we only went inside to eat, go to the bathroom if we had to. And usually uh, all the parents knew everybody. If we got in trouble in, in somebody's house, the parents would discipline us right there. They wouldn't wait until we got home. You know, mom and dad knew that if Mr. Howard caught us doing something, Mr. Howard's going to take care of the situation, right. whether, whether it was his kids or the neighborhood kids. So, you know, that's kind of how it was. And um, usually we traveled, as I got a little bit older, we traveled across town, across the tracks to visit, you know, the bottom and the hill as we got probably middle school and so on, uh, a little bit, a little bit older. But we had a great time just growing up there. Um, there was always something that was was happening. Uh, we had a, a, a elementary school right down the street from me, probably just a couple hundred yards. And we had instant playground, plenty of playgrounds there. And so everything that we had was right there for us to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that that's one of the things that's common about uh, you know our two neighborhoods. The elementary school that I went to, it was not that far from my house. We walked there every day. It was called Valley View Elementary School. And um, again, playground space. We had a huge field uh, that we played in at recess. We're running around the playground playing kickball, softball, whatever. Uh, but the elementary school was right there. So everybody in the neighborhood, we all walked to school together. Uh, I did not venture. I don't think I ventured across the tracks to go to your side of town, probably until uh, I was, and I mean, I hate to say this, but it probably wasn't until I got out of elementary school, probably uh, that uh, eighth grade time frame. And it's ironic, we did not have a junior high school on our side of town in the bottom. We did not have a junior high school, nor was there a, a junior high on the hill. So everybody right. who uh, went to junior high had to go across the tracks, and we had to go to T.K. Stone, which right. was on your side of town. Right, so, exactly. So I went to Valley View Elementary up until 
uh, through the sixth grade, I think sixth grade, maybe seventh, and I'd have to go check. But I think through the seventh grade, and then when I started eighth grade, I went to TK Stone and did uh, eighth grade there, and then that ninth grade year, I started uh, uh, E-Town High School. So um, we all were familiar with each other's neighborhoods uh, because occasionally, yes, we did have to come across those railroad tracks and go there. And uh, I, I just think it's this talking about this to me, it's good um, to cleanse the spirit because you grow up with a lot of things and, you, you know, you, you remember a lot of this stuff. But sometimes it's good just to talk about it, get it out. And it, it's good for the spirit, I think, to, to talk about it. And the the idea of this project that we're embarking on. Uh, was birthed on a cruise a couple of years ago that we we took. Um, you I talked you guys into going on that cruise, by the way. Going because uh, I had never been on a cruise. I'd been on boats before, but I'd never been on a cruise. And so uh, you and your wife, Lynn, talked uh, the crew uh, who there were there were six couples of uh, maybe there were actually probably eight couples, I think, who originally were. Uh, being discussed as to doing this. But out of that eight, I think only six ended up going. That was you, your wife, Lynn, my wife, uh, Cynthia and I, and then Joey, our brother, and uh, his wife, Sharon, and then Greg and Marilyn Kofer, who we grew up with. We grew up with Greg. Um, We got on the cruise. And while we were on that cruise, we just started reminiscing about stuff that we had did growing up, people we knew. And we said, you know what, this would be a good thing to talk about. And so here we are at the end of 2018, um, talking about growing up in this small town and the neighborhoods that we grew up in. So I think it's real cool to yeah. see in full circle. So. Yeah. You know, you mentioned Bon Washington. Yes. You know, um, you said that your parents had went to Bon Washington. Now, the other side of this is that when you were in the eighth grade or your freshman year, I think you came over to a TK Stone because that was the only junior high school that was in E-Town. Yes. Well, my older brother, because of uh, not busing, but because of segregated schools, he actually had to go across the tracks to go to Bond, Washington, which oh, wow. was right down the street from where you grew up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he went to Bond, Washington, and a lot of the neighborhood kids that lived on our side of the track, which basically was the white side of the tracks, they had to get across town. Yeah. And there was no busing. Nope. So our, our parents had to take them there or they had to walk uh, across town to get to Bond, Washington. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until um, I think my first grade year, which was 1962, somewhere around there, um, that we went. I went to Morningside Elementary and it was an integrated school. Yeah. Yeah. Valley View was the same thing. It was it was integrated school because, again, kids from the bottom, kids from the hill and white or black and and the hill at the time was was where the projects were. So a lot of the kids from the hill, they came to Valley View. If you were in that elementary school years, you came to Valley View. There was no, oh, I'm going to go to Morningside. No, you went to Valley View (laughs) and uh, and it was like, cool. So you saw all these kids. Uh, from, you know, kids that you might not see all the time, but you're like, wow, there's another neighborhood of black people living in this other part of town. 
that we really don't see all the time. Right. You know? And so occasionally you might see, you might catch a glimpse of them maybe at Sunday school or something like that. But to be in school with them, you know, five days of the week, uh, that school was very integrated. I mean, we had great teachers. I think one of the pioneers uh, that I remember at Valley Elementary School was Ms. Lottie Robinson. Uh, and she whose husband happened to be the principal at Bond Washington or the leader. Yes. Miss Miss Robinson was a was a pioneer in education in, in E-Town and Hardin County, actually the state of Kentucky. Right. So she was one of the one of the teachers I remember uh, from Valview Elementary. Um, and she was a, um, a, a, a leader to a lot of the black people. In, in Hardin County, Elizabethtown, Kentucky, for what she stood for and what she did for the people in our community. So, yeah, integrated school. Um, again, you never had any issues. I don't remember any issues as a kid going to Valley Elementary that, you know, we had racial incidents, stuff like that. I don't remember that because we were all, for the most part, we were all, I'm just going to say is that we were all poor. <laughs> we didn't have a lot. <laughs> you know, we didn't have a lot. And we were there, you know, trying to learn, try to find our way as kids. And we had these caring adults who shepherded us along the way. So uh, a lot of good memories going to Valley View Elementary. Uh, I, I Occasionally when I go home, I'll drive by the school. It uh, doesn't look the same as it did when I was there, but it's still there. Uh, it's still being utilized as a resource for the uh, E-Town uh, city school system, I believe. Mrs. Mrs. Robinson, you know, she was also a pioneer in uh, starting a history museum in E-Town, which yes. was black history. Yes. And she um, uh, had a yearbook and I've got the book. I'll try to see if I can post some of the scan and post some of the pictures online of the students that went to Bond Washington, which was the, the black school. Yes, it's ironic that you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. We were cleaning out. We were doing some end of year cleaning yesterday, and we've got this um, we've got this uh, window seat, and it lifts up, and we we store books in there. And we were cleaning out, and lo and behold, I found the Bond Washington story. In there. Oh yeah. So yeah. I was reading through it today, just looking through it, and I'm like, wow, a lot of amazing stuff. I mean, Miss Miss Robinson did a lot uh, for education uh, in Hardin County, in the museum uh, that she put together. One of the things, and, and I'm sure our friends and our peers that may listen to this, Miss Robinson did something that a lot of people probably don't remember, but I remember it like I'm sitting here right now in this chair. At the end of the bottom, Back in the day, when you walked out of the bottom, there was a huge field. It was it was right now where, where the E-Town Cemetery is. There was land behind the E-Town Cemetery. And Miss Robinson, each summer, she'd put together this, I mean, it was a park. It was like a park. And she sponsored that. And we played kickball out there. We played all kind of games. I mean, she did that every summer for all the kids there. Right. And, and I'm sure you may have gone there. I, I don't know if you did, but. Oh, I did. I, I yeah, traveled. Hey, and my parents took me over there and we just had a heck, of a heck of a time. That was, and, you know, <laughs> the one thing that was kind of interesting about that is that when the Crosstown kids, people from Mile Street came across the tracks, you know, it was like. Who are these people? We've right, never seen right, them before. Right, right. And 
if we didn't see each other at First Baptist as, you know, in Sunday school and Bible, uh, uh, vacation Bible school, we probably wouldn't know uh, everybody that was there. Oh. But Mrs. Robinson was was good at, yeah. at basically yeah. it was a summer outreach program it was. It was for, for yeah. kids. Back before, back before uh, people were doing that, uh, as they do now, she was doing that back in the early 60s. Yep, yep. true pioneer, and a uh, lot of good memories over at the, at the park. I can't remember the name of it, but it was everybody just said, let's go to the park. Right. And everybody said, let's go to the park. Everybody knew it was like, yeah, Miss, this is Miss Robinson's thing over there at the end of the park. But that that was, I mean, it was major uh, shaping uh, of my childhood. And it's just, you know, so many great things, even though, again, you're, you're living in the bottom. It's, it's, it's at the end of end of the, you know, this this area, not the greatest uh, land and, and that type of thing. But there was a lot of love, a lot of friendship, friendships that still stand to this day from uh, my upbringing there in, in the bottom. And especially with, you know, those relationships we established once we did cross the tracks and start interacting with folks on Mile Street, as we called it, once we started <laughs> interacting with those folks, because a lot of us ended up, our girlfriends were across the tracks. We <laughs> yep. Across the tracks to be girls. And so, you know, we started to develop those relationships and those, and those friendships and those friendships, they continued on. Uh, and here we are now, you know, we're grown men, uh, you know, we're, we're getting up there uh, in age a little bit, uh, but we've still managed to stay in touch and, 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 and keep that friendship going. So uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful for my uh, growing up in the bottom and, and realizing that, hey, there's a whole nother world across the tracks once you go over there. And a lot of good people over there. I remember all those people uh, that you mentioned, Mr. Mallory Skillman and the Ganaways. And I mean, I remember all those people like it was yesterday. Right. And, uh, it, it's I don't know. It sticks with you. And uh, and I'm sure a lot of people have that who grew up in small town America. But uh, there's something unique about growing up in E-Town. Uh, it, it stays with you. You don't ever forget it. Uh, I've, I've been all over the world traveling with the Air Force, and and but I still have a love and fondness for E-Town. And it's, it's where I'm from, and that's where I'll always be from. And I have no shame in saying that, and uh, that's my own. So. I'm the same way, you know. I after growing up in E Town, and I spent four years in the Coast Guard. Yep. You know, a lot of my times down in Texas, and I spent uh, about a year and a half in Italy as part of part of the uh, Coast Guard. But I think in the same same tones. Um, you know, I taught high school in Indianapolis for 30 years, and there wasn't a day or a year or a season that went by that I didn't talk about E Town. Right. You know, because living in a, a large metropolitan area, they just don't have that hometown feeling, right. you know, right. and the school that I taught in, it's it's uh, kind of odd that, you know, once school is out, everybody wants to get away. You know, nobody right. hangs around like we used to, you know, after school, we used to hang around right. and. I can I tell people all the time that on a Tuesday night or Friday night, I can tell you exactly what the people in E-Town are doing. Yep. You know, in the wintertime, they're at the gym. 
That's you right. know, they're going to the E-Town High basketball game. Yeah. And the same people are sitting in the same seats as they used to do in the 1960s and 70s. Absolutely. You know, and everybody just gathers, gathers to that spot because it's the community. Yeah. You know, E-Town yeah. is a, you know, when we were growing up, E-Town was probably 11, 12,000 people. Yeah. And so you really, we really probably knew everybody in E-Town. You know, if we didn't know everybody in E-Town, they knew of us, Right. you know, right. especially as we, you know, got into sports and so on or run track or basketball, football, baseball, whatever. Right. But I always have that idea that I always try to make it back to E-Town for either basketball game or football game just to get back there because it has such a, a positive influence on me as, yeah. as I grew up. Yeah. Now, as an adult, E-Town's a lot different, but, you know, uh, I've kind of moved on uh, past E-Town, but I still love my my hometown, yeah. you know, and everything it represents, you know, it's a great place to, for me, it was a great place to grow up, and it was a great place, I think, really, to raise kids, Absolutely. but once, once you become an adult, yeah, I think there may be some other things that you can do. And I don't want to say this is bad, but it's just, you know, it's it's just not my home now. Right, right. You know, uh, I still own the house that I grew up in in E-Town. And I come by and I check it out and I go by the neighborhood, you know, every time I come home. And then I just ride around just to see what what's changed in E-Town. Yeah, yeah. And it has changed a lot since we left there, you know, in you know the late uh, the seventies. Yeah, one, and one, so uh, it's yeah, grown a lot. Yeah, one of the big things um, they actually went wet here a few years ago. Absolutely. And, and people laugh. I, I, I share these stories with people I work with, and I'm like, "Yeah, I grew up in a dry county," and they're like, "What's a what?" I'm like, what? "Yeah." You couldn't sell alcohol. We had to drive across the the county line to go go if you wanted a drink, uh, to go get a beer or whatever because there was no alcohol being sold in Hardin County. But yeah, now my, if, my parents used to say, "I got to make that run." <laughs> make that run. Yeah, we we take our I, I, we we take our grandmother. She she would like to get a can of beer. She would like to she'd get a can of Paps Blue Ribbon. We would take her across the line there in West Point. I think it was called uh, Somebody's First Chance. I can't remember the name of the place, but there was uh, the place was called the First Chance. You could buy uh, alcohol, and when you leave, it was last Benny's. That's what it was, Benny's. <laughs> <laughs> first chance, I think it was. As soon as you cross the line into West Point, there was a little place there, and we take her to get her beer, and then she would treat us to ice cream. At a, there was an ice cream shop there. She'd treat us to ice cream, and we'd come back to E-Town. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's my home, and I do find that, that sometimes I go back there. I realize things have changed. Uh, I, I've been a lot of places, seen a lot of things, and, and I wish that my nieces and nephews and that are there growing up, you know, there, there's a big world outside of E-Town, and hopefully they get to see that. But they're being raised in that same environment in which I was raised, and I know they're getting good doctrine, they're getting good lessons, life lessons from, from the people that they interact with. So that's one of the things that I got that you got that's still going on there.
My family still lives there. They still live in the bottom, even though it's a we've moved over. They moved over a few streets from where we were, but it's still the bottom. They still live in the bottom. All my siblings are there except me. Uh, But it's still a wholesome, um, loving type community. And uh, again, I'm proud to be from there. And it's it's taught me many life lessons that uh, stay with me to this day. So I'm grateful for that. Right. I just. Coming back from E-Town today, uh, going to Alan's uh, funeral, that I drove through um, the bottom over by Haycraft Street yeah. and, then, and then went across Railroad Road uh, to get back on to uh, the interstate, I-65. Yeah. And then I saw a couple of our friends that we, we grew up with, mm-hmm. and it was just like I had to pause for a second. And as I crossed the tracks, I took a couple pictures. You know, just like, wow, this is, you know, we're going to be talking about this tonight. So I'm going to document this as I as I came through town today. You know, I got off of uh, 65 and came down Mulberry Street and uh, turned left towards the courthouse and then went around the courthouse. And then I took a picture of the courthouse. And then as we as I was going down Dixie or actually to most people, if we say U.S. 31, you right. know, I can right here in Indianapolis, I can go and get out on US 30 around and take it right to E-Town. Yeah. It's yeah. the same it's yeah. the same highway that yeah. goes goes north and south through our hometown. Yeah. yeah. And so I document a couple couple snapshots and I'll try to post those okay. uh, yeah. on on our Facebook page. You know, just to see, you know, these were the tracks and here's the main tracks going across Dixie. Uh, there used I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be a railway station right there uh, on Dixie, right there, the main main tracks. And I remember as a as a young kid yeah. yes, uh, taking a train from E-Town to Florida because my, yeah. my mom is from Florida. My dad's from Louisiana. Yeah, I remember that. And so there was a little there's a little station there and that yeah. we used to get on the train from there and actually board it and yeah. go where we needed to go. Yeah, yeah, I remember we that. didn't do it too often, but there was yeah. a, a station there. Yep, that's that's how much things have progressed, uh, you know, from from where we started <laughs> to where we are now. But it was those simple times, you know, going back and forth across those tracks, uh, interacting with people on the other side of the tracks and vice versa. Uh, the relationships that were forged, the the good times, the memories. Um, it, it's all special. And so um, that's that's why this podcast exists to uh, to share our stories with uh, whomever wants to share with us uh, about two two guys growing up in this small town and and the things that are important to us and precious to us and the things we'll cling to until we leave this planet. Uh, I, I don't think the memory of E-Town will, will leave me uh, as long as I'm breathing. It's 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 a part of my DNA. So, yeah. as I said, I'm grateful for the opportunities that E-Town provided me, uh, the people that molded me and shaped me. And uh, and I'm here today because a lot of those relationships. And so um, I feel this. I feel the same way. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of folks that help helped shape me over across the street on Miles Street. You know, once again, everybody was everybody's parents. Everybody was everyone's brother. You know, if we got out of line, 
they right. would straighten us up. They wouldn't wait. You know, nope. it's, it's not like it is today where some parent will say, you know, you can't do this to my child or something like that. Right. Right. Well, back in those days, our parents did that to everybody's child. That's right. That's <laughs> you know, right. If we right. got in trouble, we got in trouble. So that's and right. we knew that if uh, something was going to take place, we knew not to uh, uh, at least get caught doing what we were doing. That right. was, you know, not not so good. But Absolutely. it was a it was a great little neighborhood that uh, we both grew up to and E-Towns is a, a, it's not a wonderful place, but it's, it's a, a, a town that anybody could understand and, and learn to love. Right. Because right. it has uh, a lot of life lessons there that we, we both, uh, that we both shared. And then as we, as we move forward in these, uh, podcast we'll add some more flavor and we'll have some more topics that you know uh that we can all uh, understand and just discuss you know so this is just our initial our initial uh podcast and we're seeing how this is going to turn out uh, it's going to get better as we start talking about other other topics as uh we move forward with the podcast. Absolutely, uh, we we've reached the you know the 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 end of this show, and uh, again, a lot of good discussion, a lot of good memories brought up tonight, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to the upcoming discussions about the topics that we choose to talk about and share with uh, again whoever wants to share with us, and hopefully, a lot of people will. Uh, tune in and 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 it might bring back some memories for them or put a smile on their face to hear that like wow you guys remember that yeah we remember that <laughs> you know and, and we're talking about it you know so um, we may call somebody out too <laughs> we might we we might have to mention a few folks <laughs> but it's all in love it's, it's all all in love it's all in fun and if, if it's we, a record that we'll we'll keep. That will, uh, you know, be out there for anybody that that comes through there that that's right. interested in in the small town America. Small town America. Two guys growing up in small town America. So I'm grateful to be a part of this project. Look forward to the next uh, edition of Across the Tracks. Across the Tracks. <laughs>